welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast Series. This is your host, West. These podcasts will help you transform your financial mindset by helping you to identify and eliminate all the subconscious blockages and poor conditioned beliefs related to money that are holding you back from making the money you know you're worth. It's made a huge difference to our income levels and we want to share exactly how we did it with you. Be sure to listen to all the podcasts so you don't miss anything important. Let's get straight into it. Hi, and congratulations for uh, making it this far on the Money Mindset. We've promised to uh, take you through step-by-step some of the key things that uh, we've done to develop passive income. Now, before I get started, um, I'd just like to introduce you to uh, West Blow. So, hi, West. Hi, Andrew. There you go. Now, West is a um, is my business partner in this site, and he's also uh, a clever um, business person in his own right, and he has several uh, sources of passive income that he's developed over the um, over the years. And I wish I was um, as clever as West at his age uh, to be able to get things going up. But how many uh, passive income sources have you got going? We've currently, got seven at the moment. Seven different, seven different passive income sources. Seven different passive income. Okay, sources. so these are things that make you money while you sleep. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I play golf, to be more accurate. You play golf? Okay, that's great. Okay, so let's, let's get into it. Uh, people want to find out what we did, not hear about us too much. Definitely. So um, I'm just wondering, um, maybe you should give a little bit of background about what I've been up to and where, yeah, yeah, where, where this has come from. Definitely. Okay. Tell us about um, how you got into the mindset side of things, Andrew. Okay, cool. Well. What, what this site's about, as we said before, is it's not just to teach you strategies on how to, how to, um, how to develop, make money, I suppose, because you can get that from a, lo- a lot of places. What I've noticed over the years was um, that even though people learned how to make money and uh, if they weren't making the right type of money, but they'll also, the other things I was finding out is even when I'd teach them how to make money, uh, they would seem to uh, stuff it up somehow mm, and, and well, they, they self-sabotage yeah. and it would be pretty, um, they have problems with getting ahead and, and doing it. Um, so what, um, to give you a bit of background, I used to be a financial planner and I, I, I've uh, literally sat across the table from um, uh, hundreds if not thousands of people um, and looked at their financial planning uh, situations and, and basically looked at how they dealt with money and what mm. they did with money mm. and so on. And one of the key things that I've noticed was that the um, the the problems that people were having were very very similar and there were patterns there were patterns and there was a whole lot of things again. again and again and again that's exactly right and what we um, what I was able to do was to uh, identify these patterns and be able to break them down into the things that mm. the mistakes that people were making and also I was able to identify what what's going on when people were actually getting ahead and we noticed we broke it down into a number of different things. Um, the, one of the key things um, that I'll talk about in, in a moment, but is, is, is really being able to deal with the mental side of making money and the, the money game, I suppose. Mm. The mental money game is, is a lot of these things. people have how tos, right? They have how to actually do how to, how to make money, but there's a missing ingredient. That's right. I'm going to ask Andrew now about a really important concept that I learned from him just recently, and it's called the emotional triangle. And he's going to talk us through the three stages of the triangle. But let's introduce the concept and get Andrew to tell us how it fits into the money mindset. Mm. Well, uh, well, it's one of the key um, the key things that you need to understand when you when you're dealing with money is that um, there's really it's, 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 it's three elements that you need to take into consideration. And it's, it's, it is like a triangle. If you take one side of the triangle away, what happens? 
falls apart. Falls apart, yeah. loses its structure. And this is one thing I noticed uh, by looking at heaps and heaps of people about this and, and also looking ex exploring ourselves why uh, at times that we'd struggle with money and uh, we'd learn all these systems, we'd put a lot of time and money into getting ahead right and so mm. on and, and understanding what was going on, but we'd still fail. And so you were supporting two sides or one side really, really well and not yeah. necessarily not knowing about or even... Well, look, yeah, well let's look at this. There's basically three sides of a triangle, as, as, as we've said before, and if you're looking at the, the web page, you'll see a diagram there and it's all explained there, but if we took it, think about a triangle, three sides, is, the first side is the uh, mental side of the triangle, the second side is the uh, physical side of the triangle, and the third side is the emotional side of the triangle, or we like to sometimes call it the subconscious side of the triangle. Now, what you need to understand here is that um, we mainly uh, get taught to uh, only deal with two sides of the triangle in our society. And that is, we, we get taught the mental side of the triangle, and that's generally the systems behind um, behind mm. how to make money. The how-to. The how-to. The formula, sort of here's yeah. what to do step. Yeah. yeah, so that might be, um, okay, normally what we get taught is uh, go to school, get an education, and go uh, get a job. That's the formula. Work for somebody, save some money, maybe buy a house, and retire at 65, and, you know, everything should be raised at 65, okay? Mm. Um, you know, that's, a, that's, a, that's a system of making money and becoming financially independent. I don't think it's a very good system and, and I think there's some holes all, all through that problem, that system, but that's pretty well what most people get taught and that's what most people actually deal, uh, do. Now, what we uh, need to look at is actually understanding the system, which is uh, the mental side of the triangle, and get a better system than that, but also that's not enough and this mm. is where a lot of people fall down, mm. is they learn a system, they're prepared to put the physical effort in, but they uh, don't address the subconscious and the agreement. emotional side of the triangle yes. and that is, that is that is the critical part of what it is. So understanding the, the uh, financial, what, actually it's what we call the uh, financial um, success triangle. You need to understand the financial success triangle, understand the importance of all three sides. So what we're going to do in the next couple of videos is take you through each part of the triangle in detail and so you can uh, get a, a better understanding of how this applies to you. So Andrew, you've just given us an overview of the financial success triangle. Let's go into a little bit more detail on each of the sides. Talk okay. us through it. Okay, so we, we basically said triangle, three sides. There's three sides of the triangle. One was the mental side, one was the, um, the physical side, and the third side was the, uh, the emotional or the subconscious side of the triangle. And that's generally the most neglected part mm. in, in mm. our society when it comes to dealing with money and most so Most people on. wouldn't have heard of it. Yeah, well, that's right. Most people don't even uh, contemplate it when, when they think exactly. uh, dealing with money. So let's just quickly go over the mental side of things. Um, the mental side is, is the system that you need to um, be applying um, to making money. Now, we have a... Um, we, we are taught certain things about money in our society and ways to make money. And the, pri the primary way that we're taught to make money in our, in our society is to get a good education and then go out and get a good job. And the better the... The education, apparently, the more you're supposed to well, earn yeah. and so on. Okay, the reality is that's not the case. <laughs> I know this from uh, personal experience and also through um, uh, through working with, working with lots uh, and lots of people. Well, yeah, yeah. through financial planning yeah. days and so on. And you've worked with people from low net worth all the way up to um, very, very high. For virtually net worth. people who are 
less than broke, basically very far in debt to people uh, in uh, multi-million dollar uh, businesses. Also been a finance, uh, not just a financial planner, but also been a um, management consultant for 15 years, working with businesses and companies and organisations. Mm-hmm. And I've had companies which are um, uh, up to half a billion dollars in, in value, and I've looked at all that, how that all that works and so on. Very similar issues with, uh, with big business as yeah. well. Yeah. Because it's all about people. People run companies, people build businesses, and people do the individual, uh, the way they work individually, they handle money. So we get taught a certain way of making money. Now, um, the, the, the thing that you've got to understand when the mental side of the triangle is, uh, what is how have you been taught to make money and how do you make money? And one of the key things that we're all about in terms of our, our mental way, of make, way we make money or the system or the knowledge that we have on the mental side of the triangle is that you need to make money in a way which is not directly related to your um, hours. Okay, so you can't be swapping your hours for your dollars, okay, as your primary way of making money. The reason that that's, why that's a problem is because the minute you stop working, or the minute you run out of hours, you stop earning, okay. And so what we find is that uh, a lot of people, um, uh, when they do get a job and they do get successful, they have less of a life, mm. less lifestyle, mm. less, less time. So the system that you have in place to make money needs to be uh, linked into making passive income, which basically means that you're not, uh, it, you're making, when you're not working, you're still making money. So when you're sleeping, you're making money. That's the thing. Passive income is the key. Now, uh, the second side of the uh, triangle is the um, physical. Physical? Is the physical side. Tell us about that. Okay. Well, once again, this is, a, this is an area that most people are taught to, to do in our society. Um, it's not as... Um, prevalent as the mental side because we do go to, we go to school yep, for years yep, and years yep, and years. Yep. We go to university for years that. and years. I mean, you've got more degrees than the phenomena. I can vouch for that. <laughs> and uh, maybe those degrees... I'm glad I met you. Yeah. Let me just... Uh, and, and those degrees are, are possibly uh, maybe not as uh, useful as far as um, making money is correct, concerned. You probably well, I did work in a job for a while and um, it just didn't work. Yeah, yeah so I didn't like the, the, the uh, model and I didn't like the leverage, no leverage. Exactly okay. what you're saying. So, but you've had the physical commitment, haven't you, to get out, get ahead and, and do what you're supposed I to have. do. Okay. So once you've got that right system in place, uh, if you've got the system correct and how to make money, you, there's actually a physical commitment at some level that you need to commit to. Mm. Now that physical commitment might be financial, it might be actual time spent, it might be you have to buy a little bit of equipment or it might be something, but there's generally a physical commitment involved. Sometimes if you're clever, it's not as much as most people think it is. Um, and when you look at some traditional businesses um, uh, and some of the traditional business and physical commitment that you have to make in a traditional business, um, most of the uh, strategies that I'm involved with and that most people that I, my peers and friends are involved in, the physical commitment isn't as great as uh, maybe say say a restaurant or something mm. like that where you, mm. you can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars setting up and have to be there all the time and all that type of stuff. So, but there is a physical commitment at some level and most people uh, don't understand what that is. Now, yep. the thing about physical commitment is that you can actually generally outsource that physical commitment. You can get somebody else doing things for you and, uh, and if you leverage your time, that physical commitment can be uh, given to somebody else. But you need to take responsibility for it and then make sure that it happens. Definitely. And you've got to be aware that you can do that yeah, and, and learn, you know, learn from people who are doing it. That's exactly right. Yep. Cool. The third part of the triangle is the emotional side of the triangle or the subconscious side of the triangle. And this is what most people don't understand and where they, they let themselves down. 
um, you see, Wes, everybody has um, beliefs and um, and and uh, I suppose an outlook on, about money. Uh, they have belief systems built around money. Mm. What money is, how hard it is to they've get, been conditioned. How, they've been conditioned how over time. Yeah, how easy it is to get, how uh, hard it is to get. Um, they have everybody has a whole. Uh, and they also uh, have a have a, a picture of themselves as how much they're worth and you know. Uh, the yeah. moulds that they pl place themselves in, you know, amongst their friends and that's right. Yeah. That sort so, of stuff. so there's um, well, let's talk about that a little bit more. So everybody has a, a belief system of what uh, what money is and how hard it is. Mm. But uh, generally, a lot of these beliefs are not conscious. Uh, they're not conscious beliefs. They're just generally feelings about money. Okay. And this is um, a lot of the times you can you can identify when I'm talking to people. I can. I can ask them questions around money mm. or around their success. And you get and so a feeling on. of that. Well, they they express their beliefs in feelings, okay, or how they how they react. Um, so what I mean by this is that um, you have to be comfortable at a conscious and subconscious level with being financially successful in your term in your in your definition of financially successful. Mm. Now, what I mean by that, guys, is it. Um, uh, if you are trying to make passive income and you're trying to be financially independent and at some level, at a subconscious level, you are not comfortable with that, then you will self-sabotage yourself. Um, now, it might sound a little bit strange and a little bit silly, but uh, uh, this is something that I've seen over and over again and it was something that I saw demonstrated in my own life from, mm. from times that we, when my wife and myself were actually trying to uh, make passive income and, and get ahead. Because um, you guys could make money, but it wasn't. Passive, correct? Yeah, well, this is the thing. Uh, we were running a, a consulting business and we were management consultants for 15 years. Mm. We had a, a very successful uh, company. We didn't even have to, um, we weren't really advertising for business. Uh, we were actually getting more business than we had that we could handle. And we actually had to turn stuff away a lot of the times. And we were working seven days a week, very hard, and all of a sudden um, uh, we just realised that look, this isn't. Uh, the life that we wanted, and you know, sometimes things happen, and you, you get this like this turning point. Mm. Uh, uh, well, our turning point was when we had our child. Our first child came along, and we realised we wanted to spend more time with our child. And it dawned on us: if we stop working, we got to actually stop earning money, mm. and that wasn't good enough. So we had to get the passive income happening. So we set ourselves a goal. We, we were big goal setters. And we set ourselves a goal. And we said, okay, in five years, we're going to make ten thousand dollars passive income. A month, and that ten thousand dollars passive income a month will pay all our bills and keep us in the lifestyle. And that, once, if we got ten thousand dollars passive income coming in a month, that meaning we didn't have to work for it, uh, we would be uh, set in our mind. You know, we wouldn't have, we could retire at that point in time. Mm. So we're thinking, wow, that's that's a that's a great goal. We'll give ourselves five years. We're we're pretty good. We'll work at it. So we went for four and a half years, we worked and we tried a whole lot of different systems. We tried the mental side of the triangle. You know, we looked at property, we looked at shares, we looked at um, all sorts of trading, uh, we looked at different businesses. Um, and we were four and a half years into it and we've been working really hard, so we've been putting the physical commitment in, we spent mm. money, time, effort, went and learned all the systems as well, so the mental side. Guess how much money we, uh, how much passive income we had coming in on a monthly basis after four and a half years? Not much. <laughs> zero. We actually had zero. Uh, and and being pretty goal-orientated people, my wife and myself, uh, we actually um, were pretty frustrated with this. But um, it occurred to us that we hadn't been practicing what we preached over mm. these years. And, and we, said, we said, okay, there must be something wrong here. And What's the missing ingredient? Well, the missing ingredient, and this is what I always advise people to do, 
is when there's ever a problem and it's a recurring problem, um, look inside as opposed to outside for the problem. And so we basically said to ourselves, okay, we, there must be something that we're doing at a subconscious level that's self-sabotaging what we're doing. Because we could see other people making these systems work mm. um, and we just couldn't work out why we couldn't make them work. So we had to look at ourselves. And so what we did is we sat down, we learned a number of techniques, which we're going to show you in, in, um, in our training program here, uh, that these techniques really... Um, were able, helped us to identify and eliminate the subconscious blocks that we had to making money. And once we could identify and eliminate the subconscious blocks to making money, mm. uh, and we, we did that, and this, this exercises that we did literally took like uh, 20 minutes, half an hour, you know, and that just started us on its way. Within weeks, I'm no. talking literally within weeks of doing these exercises and identifying the subconscious blocks that were stopping us from making uh, for us making money, our passive income I should say, because we could make money, we needed to make passive income, um, then once, within weeks of that we started making uh, passive income and within months it was ramped up to coming in, it was around about $20,000 a month. Wow. And if you remember our goal was $10,000 a month, it was, um, we were just excited, we were able cool. to, yeah. yeah. And remember we set that five year goal? Well to the day, uh, we retired on the day from our work, from our work and we were able to uh, go off and do other stuff, so that was pretty cool. That's powerful. Okay. And, and I love that analogy as, as well that you've talked to me about recently about the iceberg and how your subconscious thoughts represent what's happening underneath the water, but only a very, very small amount of it is on top of the water. Tell us a bit more about that. Well, um, yeah, well, a good friend of, me, a good friend of mine uh, called Paul Blackburn who actually helped us with our identifying our subconscious blocks. Um, so Paul um, basically said to me one time, you, you know, your subconscious mind is like, a, like an iceberg uh, and uh, well, your mind's like an iceberg. He said the conscious part is the bit that you see above the water, which is about 10% of mm. the actual mm. iceberg. The subconscious is about 90% of the of the uh, of the stuff. So, um, the so the conscious part of the brain might want to go in one direction, but if 90% of the um, 90% of the, the iceberg is wanting to go in another direction, got no chance. <laughs> it's got no chance, you know. And particularly if it's in a current which is going going in other in the other direction. So you kind of got to understand that. Um, the subconscious part of the triangle is just critical. So you must have a belief system which supports your financial goals. Um, so if your financial goal is to become financially independent, meaning that you don't have to work uh, if you don't want to work, then you must have a belief system that supports that. So what I'm going to do in the next little video is take you through uh, some of our our um, our subconscious blocks that we had, our real blocks, and, uh, and show you what we changed them to. Thank you for listening to the Money Mindset podcast series. We hope you got awesome value. Find out even more strategies never revealed before on how to identify and remove your financial blocks at www.money-mind-set.com forward slash podcast. We've also got interviews with some of the world's wealthiest minds revealing their formulas for success, plus tons of book summaries of the best business and success classics, proven strategies, and more than $5,000 worth of free bonuses all for less than $50 a month. That site again, www.money-mind-set.com forward slash podcast.
This is Wes signing off. And remember, a wealthy mind equals a wealthy bank account. <laughs>